Welcome everyone to another episode of the Lodges Podcast. This is episode 21 with Austin Alderman, who is a streamer success manager for Stream Elements. Stream Elements might sound familiar to you. You may have seen them in chat as a bot across platforms such as Twitch and Mixer, but as a business and as a company, they're actually so much more and they're touching a lot of different areas in gaming. Um, we get into that on this episode. We also chat with Austin about how he landed his role at Stream Elements and how he got into the industry. And I think it's a really unique story and it's a great example for others who are looking from the outside in as to how they might be able to get into esports or how to get into gaming and how to land a job in this industry. Um, and, and that's a lot of what we talk about on the episode as well. But his personal story is a really great episode. Um, and again, we talk about things that Stream Elements is doing right now and, and how they're beginning to represent content creators and other players. So there's a lot of exciting things in this episode. Stream Elements is an amazing platform. So if you aren't familiar with it, this is a great episode to tune in and learn about it. So with that being said, this is the Lodges Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Lodges Podcast. I am your host, Juan Rodriguez. Uh, we have another great episode podcast planned today. I'm really excited and looking forward to it. This is episode 21. Um, just really quickly, just want to thank again all of our current listeners, to all of you who are subscribing, tuning into the podcast, sharing, leaving reviews. Um, I really do appreciate it. It helps the podcast get pushed up in the charts and, and gives it some exposure for other people to find and discover it and hear from our guests. Um, for any new listeners, welcome to the podcast. I hope that you guys enjoy it just as well. Um, we got a great episode today. So we have Austin with us, who is a streamer success manager. Um, uh, Austin, thank you for coming on, man. I'm excited to chat with you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me on. No problem. Um, and Austin, I know the funny thing with us is, and, and for the listeners, we got connected at the Fortnite World Cup, mm -hmm. literally walking into the cup. And I remember that we were both were complaining about how you had to walk all the way around the entire the stadium and trying to figure out how to get in. So uh, it's yeah. funny how all this happened. <laughs> right, exactly. So we got turned around, we got sent the wrong direction, and then we had to go all the way back around the entire venue. And uh, along the way, we ran into each other and got talking and realized that we have common interests. And, you know, I don't know, what is this, six months later, we're here. And uh, it's funny how things work out. Yeah, no, it's definitely interesting how this all works out. Um, well, I'm super excited uh, to get the chat with you and to hear more about what you're doing and, and for everyone listening to get to hear about what you're doing. So typically, Austin, how we start the episode is just if you want to give us your background story, you know, let us know where you were born and raised, um, you know, what your interests were growing up, just your overall background story. I think that's always a good place to start just for context. Sure. So my name is Austin and I am from Maryland on the east coast of the U.S. Uh, right between Washington, D.C. and Baltimore is where I was born and raised. Um, I am uh, 30, coming up on 31 pretty soon. And uh, let's see, I've had numerous jobs, uh, never in this industry, never in the video gaming or live streaming industry. 
this is my first position now um, in this uh, live streaming uh, industry here, and I am very excited about it. And it's one of the most exciting and promising uh, jobs that I've ever had the privilege of, of doing. And um, I guess my gaming roots, uh, you know, they're not as strong and, and deeply rooted as, as many out there. Uh, but I did grow up gaming uh, in the household. Uh, my first uh, video game system was a uh, it was a, the original Nintendo, uh, the, uh, sorry, Game Boy. It was the original Game Boy. Uh, yeah. it was gray. I remember it was a big brick. And, <laughs> um, so I played Game Boy for a while and then I moved on to Game Boy Color. Uh, and then eventually I got a Nintendo 64, uh, which I saved up for with my brother for three months. We saved up all the coins that we could over the summer and ended up purchasing a Nintendo 64. That was a very fun summer. And uh, after that, uh, I think we had a GameCube. Anyway, I was a console gamer for many years and mm -hmm. uh, didn't really get into PC gaming, although my cousins were very big into it. So when I'd go over to their house, uh, I would see them playing Quake and WoW and many other uh, PC uh, video games. Uh, but I was always more into the consoles. And a few years ago, I got into PC gaming. Uh, I was in college at the time and I, um, you know, decided to go a different way with my, with my major. I decided not to continue with it, uh, and really got, you know, found a uh, love with, uh, PC gaming and live streaming. And I purchased my first computer, uh, well, I built my first computer, um, okay. and began gaming and live streaming on Twitch. And I found the company that I now work for, uh, through, through that. So, yeah. um, it's, uh, I guess we'll, we'll get into that a, a bit later. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. unless you want to talk about it now, but, um, that's sort of how I came into, you know, the role that I now have and ended up finding you. And yeah, that's my, that's my backstory. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. And just for context, where were you? Where did you go to school again? Where was it that you were attending during that so, time? Right. So I went to University of Maryland uh, okay, for right. my. Uh, I was attending University of Maryland for um, a, a bachelor's degree in elementary education, and uh, it was during my actually during my senior year that I realized. This is just, uh, you know, it's just not for me. Uh, it's a tough year for the for that program because you get thrown to the fire in your in your last year, and you you know you really just be you know are teaching full time, um, and a lot of people realize that uh, it's just not for them, and I was one yeah. of those people. So, and so then I definitely want to get into how you got with Stream Elements because I know we talked about this off the microphone. It's a great story, but so you go to college, you do the Twitch, um, thing for a bit. What did the transition then before prior to getting to stream elements, I guess, what were you into or what were you doing during that time frame? So between the time that I left school and joined, uh, with stream elements. Yeah. Yeah. 
That would be great. Uh, so at that point, I was big into first-person shooters. Um, I've kind of always been drawn to first-person shooter games, uh, but I also did like games like Rocket League. Um, uh, but my my main game at the time was Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, and um, that's actually the first PC game I ever I've ever owned or played. Um, and I so I, I played that a lot. Um, I also played a little bit of Overwatch. My cousin is actually uh, very competitive in Overwatch, and uh, so I picked I picked that up from him. Uh, started playing that. And those were my, you know, main games, uh, I would say, would just be like, you know, PUBG, Overwatch and Rocket League. Yeah. OK, so you were were you streaming those on Twitch then at that time? I was. Mm -hmm. OK, nice. How did so how did I guess how did Twitch go for you before you got the stream elements? I mean, did, were you able to grow a decent following on there or I guess tell us a little bit about your Twitch I, time? I, I was actually I've I've kind of forgotten a, a large part of my uh, gaming um, <laughs> past, uh, so actually what drew me to Twitch and what I actually started on with Twitch was not even PC gaming. Okay. Uh, it was actually at the time this was 2016, the big craze in the gaming world was a mobile game. Can you yeah. remember? Can you remember what game it was? Uh, was it, oh my God, we played it in high school. Was it, is it Clash Royale or, uh, close battle? What is it called? Is it, is that, am I on the right track though? Cause that's uh, what we played in high school. <laughs> oh, well I played it. At, I mean, I, as like a kid, I played it a lot. It was Pokemon go was, Oh, okay. Pokemon. My wife was, I'll be completely honest. I did not participate in Pokemon go. However, uh -huh. I will say that my wife was a very dedicated Pokemon go player at the yes. time. So I was actually, um, very into Pokemon go, uh, okay. in, I mean, a large part of the reasoning there was just that I loved, I love Pokemon as a game, uh, but I'm more of a traditional Pokemon, like, you know, red, blue, yellow. I'm not, I didn't really play too much beyond that. Um, but when Pokemon Go came out and it was a, just a totally different experience where you were actually going outside and playing the game right. uh, with, you know, different landmarks and going to visit places. That's the part that I really enjoyed going to okay. places that I hadn't been before, going to parks, meeting up with people, um, getting exercise. I mean, it was actually, you know, part of the reason was also just I wanted to get out of the house more and just get um, physical activity. So mm -hmm. so I actually really fell in love with that game. Yeah. Um, and I started to watch Twitch streamers uh, stream the game. And I knew about Twitch before this, but I didn't know a lot about it. And I remember the first, um, some of the first channels that I really watched regularly were some of the uh, larger Pokemon Go streamers at the time. Um, and I really liked the technical aspect of like how they could record themselves as well as record their gameplay on the phone as they're walking around in the middle of nowhere and they right. were streaming it to this website and I could watch them. I just thought the whole thing was cool. And I researched, <laughs> I researched into it. I looked into how they're doing this and how, um, they put on their production and I wanted to be able to do this myself. 
And so I put every, you know, all of my resources together and did, you know, a bunch of um, research on it and put together a channel of my own. I uh, started to stream uh, Pokemon Go. So that was one of the first games that I streamed on Twitch. And I did pretty well with that. Um, again, the game was very popular at the time, right. but although it was popular, there weren't a lot of streamers because technically the game was difficult to stream. It was not only difficult to set up and stream it, but if you wanted a, like a stream that was anywhere like decent content wise, mm-hmm. you needed to invest in it. I mean, you needed to have plenty of data you know, you needed to sometimes have multiple uh, modems, you know, for, for data. You had to have battery packs with you. It, it, it's not like you could just, you know, hop on your PC, open up OBS and go live. Right. You know, I mean, there was a lot to it. And not only that, but you had cost of getting around to places, driving around, um, you know, so you had uh, vehicle costs and, and such. So, yeah, there was definitely some challenges there uh, to get into it. And for that reason, not many people streamed it. So when I would go live, I would typically do, you know, fairly well for the category. I mean, you know, a few dozen people uh, at times uh, or more. And this is somebody who had only been streaming, you know, a month or two. So which is pretty well. That's pretty unheard of, right, for somebody who's only streamed a month or two to have that many viewers. Uh, and so I was I was excited by the whole thing. And I um, so I, I gained, I don't know, five or six hundred followers, maybe. And I'm, I'm I mean, I'm still, you know, only I don't know, around that number because I haven't mm-hmm. a whole lot since. But essentially what happened was. I got into I did I started with Pokemon Go and then I decided to uh, when when PUBG came out I decided to try that and try PC gaming and do a mixture of mobile streams with Pokemon Go and PC streams with um, PUBG Overwatch Rocket League that sort of stuff and so I did a a hybrid there between those two and did that for. Um, maybe six, six or nine months or so, uh, I believe. And then that's about the time that I uh, really found I, that, that, that that's that's about the time that I found Stream Elements, uh, who was just a very young company at the time. And uh, yeah, the rest is history. Yeah. No, it's it's always funny to hear how people got into Twitch or, or found Twitch and cause I feel like everyone kind of has a different story. Like it's always interesting to hear, but okay. So that, that, that go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying that there is just so many uh, different avenues that people find Twitch. Yeah. It's got a no. story. Yeah. For me, I last summer, um, cause I didn't find Twitch until May of 2018. It was because my buddy and I were playing Fortnite and the servers, I remember it crashed really bad and, and no one could play. And so he was like, oh, we'll go on Twitch and we'll see if people were able to access it. And I'm like, what the heck is Twitch? Mm-hmm. And so he pulls up Nick Merck's stream. And I remember that that night we watched Nick Merck's stream and he finally, Nick like had 60,000 followers at that time mm-hmm. or 6,000 people watching him at that time. And so mm-hmm. like we watched that and that's how I kind of got hooked on Twitch. And then ever since then, um, you know, I watch it probably too much but uh anyways yeah so that gives us a bit of context though of, of kind of how you got to stream elements um so you did a little bit of streaming um 
So let's address before you give us the story exactly. First off, what is Stream Elements? Kind of what is the company and, and what do they do? Okay, so Stream Elements is a platform for live streamers. Uh, which provides them with all of the necessary tools and services that a live streamer needs in order to be successful. Uh, our focus is on providing a production stack, which is industry leading, um, makes and it makes streamers' lives easier. It allows them mm -hmm. to control their production like it has not been in the past and it allows their team around them to support them as well remotely from anywhere our uh, stream elements is a 100 cloud-based platform um, everything is hosted by us on our servers and served to live streamers through their streaming software of choice most commonly uh, obs and and uh, so we are first and foremost, we're a, we're a product um, that helps streamers to put on their show, to make it look good and to earn money. Uh, a large focus of our product is on allowing streamers to monetize through various means. So we have a tipping service uh, which is hooked into PayPal and is also uh, set up so that streamers can accept tips through credit cards and other uh, European payment methods. And this allows the community of a streamer to directly support them, um, you know, by sending them tips uh, through our service. And then the community members get to see uh, an alert show up on the stream that they have supported and they can leave a message um, for the streamer along with their with their uh, support. Yeah. Um, we also now are beginning to offer merchandise uh, uh, stores, storefronts for streamers. So streamers can open up their own merchandise store and offer a variety of products from t-shirts to hoodies to um, coffee mugs to stickers to underwear. Um, we pretty much have everything uh, product-wise. And this is another source of income for live streamers. Um, and not only is it a source of income, but it's also a way for them to grow their brand, to grow and strengthen uh, their brand. Uh, by getting their branding out there in the world, um, you know, and sharing it through their community. So merchandising is another um, uh, monetary uh, avenue that we're helping streamers with there. And then the final section of uh, monetization that we help with uh, is in the area of brand partnerships. So a lot of influencers, live broadcasters, I should say, uh, are influencers. And influencers are uh, sought after by large companies, 
well, small, medium and large companies, really, uh, because they want to advertise in this space and they want to target the audience that is found on streaming platforms like Twitch and YouTube and Facebook Gaming and Mixer, which all of those are supported by Stream Elements, by the way. Uh, we now support all of the major four uh, uh, live streaming platforms. And these brands want to get in contact with live streamers. Uh, and we make that process easy because we have connections with all uh, the streamers that we work with, and we are able to connect the influencer with the brand, and we're able to facilitate that relationship there, make sure that um, you know both parties are happy, and we're able to, with our production stack, deploy successful uh, marketing campaigns or um, activations with these influencers um, and get you know get them additional uh, income through uh, working with by working with companies by working with brands and so those three avenues um, are all areas that we're working on in terms of monetization our ultimate goal as a company is to help live streamers to grow, strengthen their brand, and make more money. And so that is our, you know, that is our product. And we put our product out there and we back it up with our service. Our service is the part which isn't talked about much. It's not very visible, but streamers feel it. Streamers know that when they use Stream Elements, they have a company that stands behind their product and will help them along the way with any questions that they have. We're passionate about live streaming. We're passionate about helping streamers. We have a team that will go out of their way to help streamers of all sizes to grow. We'll help them with technical support um, when possible. We have a, uh, a Discord server which is 24 seven uh, support. We have staff members around the world to answer questions and we really do our best to make sure that streamers have the tools that they need and they have the support behind them uh, in order to fulfill, um, you know, or in order to uh, continue to grow and to be successful. Yeah. No, so I mean, you guys basically in every position, you know, in everything you do, in every little area of it, you help the streamers out, um, which is why I was really excited to. I remember when we were chatting into the World Cup. You kind of would tell me a bit about that, and that's why, um, you know, I wanted to bring you on the episode definitely because I think that you guys assist them in every area, and that's so unique and, and really cool. Um, and you know, I think I think a lot of people are aware of, of what Stream Elements is, but some might not be. Um, so I think you did a really good job explaining, you know, who you guys are for those that are listening and maybe weren't aware of, of stream elements. Sure. Um, and, and, and many people are aware of what, of what they think stream elements is, um, but they don't understand everything that we're offering, uh, because we're not just a chat bot. Many people will see our, our name in uh, chats across right. Twitch or YouTube or Mixer or Facebook. Uh, well, Facebook doesn't have chat bots, but um, they'll see the Stream Elements name in the channels and they say, oh yeah, Stream Elements, they're a chat bot. Well, that's one small part of what we do. <laughs> um, 
but really we're the full package. We're a 360 degree uh, tool suite. And so, you know, if, if you're a streamer, uh, we have what you need, um, you know. And so uh, there are a lot of people who, you know, have just a, a small understanding. And I'm always happy to, um, you know, to spread the word about what we're doing because I really believe in in our company and our mission, um, you know, is, uh, you know, is from the heart and we really care about uh, live streaming. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and hopefully, you know, by for anyone listening, by the time we get to the end of this episode, um, we'll have accomplished that for people. You know, people have a better overall picture idea, you know, in in detail of, of what Stream Elements does and, and your guys' role in the industry. Um, yep. And stick around so. because towards the end of the show, I will make sure to let everybody know where they can find me, where they can find our team, our Discord server. If anyone has questions and you're out there and you're like, hey, I want to get into live streaming, but I, I have all these questions, I will give you places where you are welcome to come and and ask us what you what you're wondering about. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll give you the shout out moment then. And, and again, Austin's a great resource for anyone interested in that. Um, all right. So now I do want to jump into how you personally landed your role at Stream Elements, because when we were talking on the phone the other day, I thought it was unique and it's kind of a good example um, of how to get your foot in the door for esports. So if you want to, you know, tell us how you got into Stream Elements and the story behind that. Sure. So earlier I was, uh, I mentioned that I began streaming and a few months into it, I found this small company called Stream Elements and it seemed like they were offering, you know, a really cool product. Um, and it was something that I needed at the time because I, um, was, as I said before, I was a Pokemon Go streamer. And part of the problem with being a Pokemon Go streamer is that you're not at your PC, but a lot of the Pokemon Go streamers are streaming from their phone back home to their computer and into OBS that's running on their computer and then out to Twitch. So what I needed was a way to remotely control my home streaming rig, my overlays, my alerts, all of this stuff. I needed a way to be able to access it and to also be able to give access to people that I trusted, like some of the moderators of my channel. I needed to be able to give them access so that they could help me because I was out in the field and didn't want to be trying to mess with um, you know, fixing things during the streams. Uh, so I just delegated that out and I said, Hey, can you help me with this? Right. Um, so that's what, fa that's what led me to stream elements because at the time, the other products out there, um, did not offer this. They didn't offer cloud-based solutions. And I found stream elements and I said, Hey, let me check it out. So I got into using the product and I had some questions naturally. Um, so I went into the discord server and I got help right away from uh, a couple of uh, very nice people who are now my co-workers. Um, and shout out to Tomathan and Onslaught, by the way. Uh, they were the very first two people to welcome me into the server and then to, uh, to help me uh, with the questions that I had. And I, so I got the help that I needed. And then I began to help others. 
because I noticed that other people were coming in with similar questions. So I said, hey, um, I see that you have a question here that I just got answered. You know, let me let me just, you know, uh, this is what I did to fix it. Right. Or this is right. this is how I figured it out. Right. Um, so I started volunteering and I put in a good amount of my time. It just, you know, in there volunteering when I could, I'd be over here gaming on this computer and I'd have Discord open on the other monitor. And if somebody came in and asked a question, if I knew the answer, I'd pop in and help. Um, sometimes faster than the staff, you know, could help. And they began to notice this. And I started to get messages saying, hey, man, love what you're doing. Really appreciate you stepping in and helping out, uh, volunteering your time to to help out in the support channels. And um I just continued to do this, and eventually I was approached and offered a part-time support position with the company. So I gladly took them up on this, um, and so now I was getting paid a little bit in order to do what I was enjoying, and kept doing it, kept doing it. A few months later, um, they made me a offer of full-time employment. And I was very excited and happy to join the team. Uh, the company at that time, this was, I believe, uh, this was January, I think, of last year. January okay. of 2018 was when I actually uh, ended up as a full-time employee. Um, and they had just finished up their the company had just uh, received their series a funding round mm -hmm. and they were you know rewarding people who had stuck around and uh put in a lot of time and effort uh, as volunteers as part-time um you know support people and i was one of those people and yeah. so i began working with the company uh early last year 2018 and have just slowly grown uh, to you know various different um, positions and and have uh, taken on d different tasks and responsibilities. And at this point, I am now in the role of a senior streamer success manager, uh, which means that I am uh, on a close basis with a lot of top. Uh, live streamers, a lot of the largest ones in the world. Mm -hmm. um, and my role is as a, um, you know, essentially an account manager, right? Yeah. I take care of them. I, I um, you know, provide them with technical support and provide them with all of the services that we can offer them, uh, like design services, uh, providing, you know, getting them new graphics, um, providing them with, uh, you know, all kinds of benefits. Right. Um, right. and so that is now my position with, uh, with the company yeah. and yeah, excited about uh, going forward. It's, it's been a, it's, it's crazy to look back now uh, two years ago, you know, and to think about where I was at that time and, you know, just not having any idea what could happen, but just wanting to take a chance on mm -hmm. this company because I really believed in what they were doing and I was excited about it. And I thought the prospects were, were good. Um, and I thought that the company could do well and could grow and make money and help streamers make money. 
So I stuck with it. You know, there were, <laughs> not going to lie, there were a lot of stressful, tough months financially. Um, yeah. But I, I uh, you know, looking back, I would still do it again uh, because I really do enjoy what I what I do. And it's uh, it's been a privilege uh, to get to this point. And I'm looking forward to the future. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that's amazing. And I, I want to unpack a few things there because I, I think you hit on some really interesting points. And, and when you told me your story initially, I thought this is really cool. So I was excited for you to share it on the episode. But, you know, I think one of the most important things that sticks out to me is that, you know, a lot of people right now, there are younger professionals or, or even people that are in other jobs and are wanting to get into the esports space. And, you know, a lot of times people will go to other people and be like, you know, what do I have to do or, or what's a great way to get my foot in the door for esports? And what I love about your story is that you were already just so passionate about it that you were in the Discord server essentially helping people for free, you know, for multiple months. And you were just putting in all this sweat equity um, even before anyone approached you about, you know, possibly having a part time position. But you were just getting into the community, being involved, helping other people out. Um, you know, just trying to make a positive impact and in return now, you know, fast forward, like you were saying, and now you've got a full-time position, you're getting to work with a lot of the top streamers, um, in the industry. And, and I just think it's really cool how you worked your way into the industry. Um, and obviously your story won't be the same for everybody else, but I think the big takeaways from, from your story is just get involved, you know, be a positive impact in the community, see where people need help. Um, yes. in your given niche, you know, whatever that is and, and just try to make the biggest impact you can. Um, so anyways, I, I thought your story was great and, and a lot of people will, will take a lot away from that. So. Yeah, absolutely. I get the question a lot. People will message me, uh, and, and ask me, you know, how do I work for stream elements? How do I get into this industry? Uh, you know, I'm a streamer and I really want to help other streamers. And I, the best answer I can give you is to, Become a number one, you have to become just a sponge for knowledge because there is an immense amount of information um, that people need in order to uh, become successful streamers. There's a lot of technical knowledge, there's a lot of uh, social skills that you need to learn, working with other people, working with companies. You just, you know. There's just so much to learn. So you really have to be, first and foremost, you have to be open to accepting what you don't know and mm -hmm. asking questions. Make sure that you are asking questions whenever you don't know something and feel like that is something that you should know. Don't feel bad about asking questions. I asked so many questions when I was coming into this and um, learning about stream elements because I knew that knowledge is power, right? Yeah. And if you have this this understanding, this deep understanding, uh, your value goes up immensely. And I, you know, I just wanted to learn everything that I could. And that eventually uh, came back to reward me uh, for all that time that I spent learning. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so, so definitely you have to be willing to learn. And second part is you just have to be willing to put in a lot of time and a lot of effort and you may not see results 
um, right away. You may not see success right away. You may not, you know, achieve the things that you want to achieve in, you know, in a short period of time. It's not always a very quick uh, payoff. Right. But if you can find the right opportunities and you can feel it, I, you, you, you know, you can just sense it when it, when it, the when you're in a good situation, um, I know I could. I could just feel that this was a really unique opportunity for me. I knew yeah. the company was a startup, and I knew that the rewards of sticking with it, you know, could be very high. And um, you know, I, I I'm very glad that I made the decision uh, to stick with it, and just you know, stayed stayed the course. And, um, you know, I think anybody out there can do it as well. You just need to be persistent and, you know, in the long run, it will pay off for you. Yeah. No, and, and I think true, true to yourself and correct me if I'm wrong. And I know for myself, I think you picked something that was authentic to you that you already kind of had the passion interest for, you know, within the industry and, and you just kind of ran away with it. Um, so, you know, I think that's cool too. And it's important to, you know, come into if you're trying to come into the industry and there's a, a niche that you have the passion for within esports or within gaming then kind of go all in on that and network with people and and meet different people and like you're saying just take in as much knowledge as you can um but all right no that, that's a cool story um so let's let's fast forward a little bit then now so you land the job with them you've kind of given us a full round circle but recently um you moved to austin texas Mm -hmm. Um, so we were talking a little bit about that off the microphone. So, you know, for you, what was the purpose of moving to Texas? And then also just kind of what was it for you as a young professional? You know, you were telling me that you, you moved to Austin, Texas. You really didn't know anybody there other than the content creators that you're going to help. So I guess what has it also been like being in a, in a completely new city where you really didn't know anybody? Right. So when I began with the company, this was, um, you know, I, I was I was at home back in Maryland, and um, the first time that I heard about Austin, Texas, was around the time of TwitchCon 2018. So last year's TwitchCon, which was mm -hmm. in San Jose, um, we began to discuss it uh, internally, and we saw that there was a migration if you will of of live streamers moving to austin texas so we started to look into this why is mm -hmm. it why are people moving there from california michigan new york florida you know from all over the states people are moving to this city in the middle of texas and it just <laughs> it just seemed very odd so right. we asked around we asked people who were living there what is it about this city? What is what? Why are people moving here that are, you know, that are live streamers? And we did our own research as well. And it turns out that the uh, the city is, first of all, just a great city. Um, there is so much to do, so much to see. Um, it's a very lively town. It's a college town. Um, there's a lot of nightlife. There's a lot of outdoor activities. Um, it's very dog friendly. Um, and the internet first and foremost, right? If you're a live streamer, you need good internet right. and 
Austin, Texas just so happens to be a, a city that Google selected to receive Google Fiber. And so there's a lot of good internet in this area now um, through not just Google, but um, also other providers who are providing, you know, like gigabit speed internet. So, and, and it's, and it's not expensive either. Um, the internet, uh, it's actually fairly reasonable, uh, but, but good internet. Right. And, um, you know, lastly, financially, it makes sense because the state is, uh, pro business, um, more so, uh, than other states and the, there's no state income tax, um, So streamers are able to save uh, some money there, not paying income tax to the state of Texas. So overall, uh, these all add up to be, (laughs) you know, a a perfect place for live streamers uh, to come to. And so there are quite a lot here now in this area, and uh, it's really continuing to grow. Uh, just just in the you know roughly one month that I've been here, uh, I have never seen more development, more housing, more commercial development ever anywhere. Um, I mean, this city is just exploding, and everybody that I talk to that that has lived here for 10, 15, 20 years, says the same thing that they just can't believe how developed this area has become in such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. So everybody sees it and everybody feels it here. Um, you know, that this, uh, that, that, you know, this city is really booming. And so I am now here, um, uh, to kind of, sorry to go to loop back to earlier. Uh, yeah, so yeah. two years ago at TwitchCon, uh, they brought up the topic and they said, would you be open to relocating? Uh, and it wasn't, you know, anything that was going to be an immediate plan, but they just asked me offhand, is this something you, you would consider? And I said, yeah, most likely I would probably be, I would probably consider that, um, you know, for, to move for the company. Um, and this, Last TwitchCon, a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. I was again asked the, the question, would you be open to relocating? And at this time, they said, you know, we'd like you to move to Austin, Texas. And how soon can you move there? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, I, uh, you know, need a, I need a few days, uh, but I can, I can do that. And it was an easy decision for, well, I don't know if I should say easy, but it was not a very difficult decision for me uh, because I was coming here and knew people here that I worked with, that I worked for, a lot of live streamers. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my clients uh, work, work here, they live here, and it was going to be very good for me to be here and to be close to them and to be able to take care of them, um, you know, visit their homes or, or places of work and generally just be available if I was needed and to strengthen, strength, excuse me, to strengthen uh, the relationships um, that I have. Um, and so I was very excited about it and I jumped on the opportunity 
And I moved down here last month, made a long road trip with my father. Mm -hmm. And now I am here and absolutely loving it. It's a, as I said before, it's a fantastic city. And I've only explored probably 3% of the city. But <laughs> uh, it's just so much fun. And I am really enjoying it. And the company is already seeing the, you know, the benefits of having somebody on the ground here, right. um, you know, being able to, to make house calls. I just, you know, went over to a streamer's house the other day to help him with uh, setting up his second PC because he was uh, transitioning from a single PC setup to a dual PC setup. Right. And so I went over and was able to, uh, to help him uh, with that. Um, and that's just one of many examples, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been very fun and, uh, beneficial for both myself and for the company. So, yeah. Right. No, absolutely. I mean, I, I, after you telling me, it just makes a lot of sense. And, and like you're saying, it's probably great for them to have someone like you there to be able to, to have those face to face interactions and to be on site, like you're saying. Um, and that's really neat and, and kudos to you for, you know, being flexible and taking on a new journey because I mean to move to other than like you're saying other than knowing your clients and some people like that it can be tough to to move to a new city and not really know too many people so yeah um, fortunately I had a bit of experience with it um, okay <laughs> this, this is not this is yeah this, so this is actually not the first time that I have picked up and moved very quickly um, I won't go too much into it because uh, it's a long story but essentially uh, back in 2013 I made a very on the whim decision that I was gonna move out of Maryland and I was gonna go west and I didn't know where I was gonna go but I hopped in my car I packed everything in my car one day and just started to drive and ended up stopping in Chicago along the way. I thought I was going to make it all the way to the West Coast, mm -hmm. uh, but I stopped in Chicago and didn't leave. And I stayed there and lived outside of Chicago in the suburbs uh, for a little over two or uh, almost two years. Okay. Um, and I knew nobody out there. I, I did everything day by day on a whim. And so this, this was not a very scary thing for me because I, I you know, uh, had experienced a lot of this before. And so I, I knew how to really think on my feet and, and make quick decisions and, and, you know, um, awesome. make it work. So, so are you, are you, would you say you're kind of an adventurous person then? Like you, you like that, that kind of stuff then? I don't know if I'm very adventurous. Um, it, 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 I'm, I'm more of a. I, I don't know. I mean, I <laughs> I don't like plan out things. I'm not a like a uh, I'm not an adventure planner. Okay, but I gotcha. like I'm a very opportunistic person, right? Okay, there we go. That's so cool. if the opportunity arises and it's like, hey, you got to jump on this, I, I'm most of the time, I, if I if my, if my, if my first instinct is to jump, I'm going to jump and I will get in and get involved, uh, and, and seize that opportunity, um, when it's presented. So yeah. Uh, if the, if that opportunity is, you know, an adventure, All that. yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll do it. I got you.
Okay. No, that's, that's interesting. Um, and, and then, so to, to go back to, you know, having you on site and the company having you there. So like you were saying, and, and just for more context, so you help a lot or sometimes you play a technical support role, right? So like you were saying, whether it's setting up PCs for people or, or monitors, lights, graphics, alerts, all that, that that's part of your role with the streamers, right? Yes, okay. absolutely. So I am, you know, as an account manager, I do a lot of um, technical uh, production uh, support behind the scenes. Uh, a lot of the, the large live streamers that uh, people watch on Twitch, um, you know, I am I'm the one putting pushing the buttons behind the scenes, um, and I um, you know so a lot of the graphics that you see on on channels uh, I've been involved uh, in uh, getting those made for those uh, channels, um, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of uh, a lot of event streams I'm involved in in helping set up and put those on um and yeah yeah no so i, I know when we were talking you, you you have a lot of rules you wear a lot of different hats and and kind of just do everything so it's pretty cool yeah um, very much a, very much a generalist yeah, yeah 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 but i mean hey that's exciting though because when you have you know when you can be a generalist like that and, and wear lots of different hats i feel like that keeps your day-to-day -day very exciting and you know you're always taking on new challenges so yes. um I don't know. I feel like that would be exciting too at the same it time. It is. It so. is. I mean, when you have the, again, I, I come back to the phrase, knowledge is power, right? When you have the knowledge and you have it in a lot of different areas, a lot of people rely on you. A lot of people come to you for assistance or mm -hmm. to, or for recommendations. And I really like that. Um, I like that, um, you know, people, can count on me. I like right. that if somebody is, you know, in need of in need of something or has questions about something, nine times out of ten, I'm gonna have the answer for them, or be able to at least connect them with somebody who has the answer for them. Absolutely. Because if I don't know something, or it's an area where I just don't have enough time to invest in becoming knowledgeable in that, I will network with other industry professionals and I will find the most knowledgeable people for all different areas and I will save them and use them one day. Um, you know, use those connections that, that I, that you have made, um, you know, um, whether it's artists, right? I, 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 I have so many artists that I, that I know and I can contact on a whim for emotes or for uh, banners or for social media graphics or panels or, or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, I have just so many uh, artists um, that, you know, and there's so, so many talented artists out there. Uh, yeah. A lot of times people don't have the time to go and search for people, you know, and or they to, don't know who to search for. Or they don't even know how to begin a lot of times. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, coming to someone like me, they can say, this is what I need. This is my idea. And I can point them in the direction of somebody who is most likely going to be able to, uh, to take care of them. So if it's, uh, if it's an area where I don't know, 
um, something uh, or uh, it's some sort of service that needs to be provided, I will make all the contacts I can um, because I know that at some point down the down the road, I'm right. going to, you know, need to uh, to use that contact. Yeah. No, and I think going back to, and I know we're kind of jumping all over the place here, but I, th I think it's all good conversation. Going back to how we were talking about, you know, getting into the industry, I think mm -hmm. that you should find your niche and you should go hard at that and become, you know, very knowledgeable, like you're saying. But I think it's also so important to network with other people in the industry and mm -hmm. to gain as much of understanding overall as the industry. And like you're saying, have those connections so that when you meet somebody who, like you're saying, is maybe looking for a graphic or, or for whatever it might be, now, even though that's not your point of expertise, you, you can be that wingman or you can be that person to make the introduction. Um, and I think that helps make a name for yourself, right? And, and people people recognize that. So For sure. For sure. Um, yep. You definitely want to make your connections in all areas um, and introduce yourself, you know, uh, it's not just about you meeting other people. It's about f putting yourself out there to be reachable and to be um, to be discovered. Right. No, definitely. I d I'm definitely on board. I mean, here, here we are doing a podcast, and essentially, you and I don't, as far as working in this, we don't have much, you know, common ground. But now I have this podcast and I met you and I, I like the connection we had. And then, you know, now we're doing a podcast episode together. So you never know yeah. uh, what might happen when you meet someone and, and just get their information and, and all that sort of thing. So, yep. um, and I have met people in a lot of different areas too. It's not just traditional forums like Twitch chat or discord or yeah. you know, any of those. I have met people, you know, I've run into people in bars. I've run into people at the Fortnite World Cup. Um, you know, all over. You know, you will you will meet people that are interested in gaming and live streaming um, in many different areas, and you should take the time to get to know them, get to know what their expertise is. Everybody has an expertise. Everybody right. is good at something. Uh, so find out what that is, and then store that and make sure to, um, you know, to come back to them later, um, you know, because hopefully they'll remember you. So right. you've remembered them and hopefully they will have done the same for you and found out what you're passionate about, found out what you are knowledgeable about, and then they'll call on you if necessary. I've had a lot of people that have come back to me and said, hey, I remember you talking about this. I had a question or I know somebody that has a question and they, you know, want to ask you. Sure. Yeah. I'm happy to help. You know, that type of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm 100 percent on board with you. I think that's some great, great tips again for anybody listening who, who's, who's interested in esports or gaming or live streaming. And you're trying to figure out how to get your foot in the door, begin a network with people. Um, and so, you know, you mentioned it, I don't know how much we can even talk about this, but I thought I'd throw it out there just for fun. What are some of the, the cool live streamers or not cool, I should say, but you know, well-known live streamers that you've had the opportunity to work with? Um, so I work with a, a lot of great live streamers and I, um, I'm a little hesitant to throw out names just because I don't want to okay. leave anybody out. No, I got you. I got you. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, 
I, I could say six names or, or whatever, but then, you know, I'll, I'll think of somebody else and I'm like, you know, that I, I, let's just say I work with a lot of um, very cool people, very good people, um, and very good content creators, very good gamers, very good personalities. Um, you know, I work with not just, um, you know, one specific area of Twitch. I work with, um, you know, I work with men, women, Fortnite gamers, Overwatch gamers, just chatting streamers, right. um, IRL, you know, travel streamers. I work with many, and I am very fortunate uh, to be able to work with, um, you know, to work with them. So I, um, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Just, just yeah. <laughs> I'd love to, I, 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 I don't know, I just, I, I don't want to name drop no. people. Oh, but yeah, let's just say I'm 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 blessed and fortunate uh, for the opportunities that I have up to this point, and right. I hope to work with many more uh, streamers in the future. Definitely, definitely, we'll leave it at that. Um, that's awesome. Well, I want to dive in a bit on this now to to bring it back to stream elements and and what you guys are doing to to help people out. So, you know, when you and I were talking and correct me if I'm wrong here, I know this is a number you threw out. I don't know if it's correct or not, but, you know, we were chatting on the phone the other day. You mentioned how 98 percent of content creators do this as a side gig or, or they don't have the money or the resources to go full time. And that's where Stream Elements kind of tries to step in and play its role. So I guess elaborate a bit more on that and the purpose of helping those that you know, maybe they have a full 40 hour a week work job that they have and then they're streaming at night or on the weekend mm -hmm. and they're trying to make it a full full time career. Um, let's chat about that a little bit. Right. So um, I believe our discuss. Well, first, I want to I just want to say that the figure that I threw out there, the 98 percent, that's that's not a like an actual like number that I'm you know, that's common. Okay. I couldn't um, remember if it was or not. So. Yeah, no, I didn't mention it, but I, it was just a number that's that's somewhere in the ballpark, but right. you know, it's, it's not scientific here, right? Right. Um, but let's just say a very, very, very large uh, majority of people that live stream are not making enough to do it full time, mm -hmm. and they are simply people who do it recreationally, you know, as a hobby, um, in their free time when they're not uh, working full time or going to school full time. Uh, it's something that um, you know um, they're they're usually gaming, right? They're usually gaming in their free time, and they say, right. "Well, if I'm gaming." Why wouldn't I just live stream it so that my friends can watch or my family can watch or maybe I'll meet some people through this and then we can game together, you know? So it's one of those things where, um, you know, you get into this um, and, you know, I'd like, I like to think that a lot of people um, start streaming not for the money, not for the fame, but just because they have a passion for, you know, content creation. Um, right. You know, they have a passion for, for um, you know, becoming a really good at what they do um, and making people, um, you know, laugh, just generally um, enjoying the program that they're putting on. So um, I like to think that obviously there are people that just, you know, they're looking into live streaming and they're like, Hey, I'm going to, 
you know, I'm going to become the next shroud or, uh, you know, or ninja, you know, I'm going to make all this money. Well, I mean, that's great that, you know, to have high goals, but you, you really need to set yourself, um, more short term and more realistic goals. Um, you know, start by making goals like, you know, I want to achieve, um, you know, 50 followers. And then, you know, after that, I want to achieve, you know, 200 followers or whatever your next goal might be. Um, but set yourself realistic, uh, expectations, realistic goals and work hard towards them. And, um, so, yeah, that's kind of where we uh, got into this conversation the other day off the uh, off the air. Um, and uh, the other part of it was we were discussing monetization of the company. We were discussing how, excuse me, had to cough. Um, no, you're we were, fine. No worries. We were discussing uh, monetization. How do companies like Stream Elements make money? And there are companies uh, like ours who monetize the live streamers and monetize their communities. So they are looking to make money off of the support that the communities are giving to the live streamers, which use their platform, and also to make money by providing tools to the live streamers and charging for these tools. This is not something that we believe in because as we were just talking about, a large, large majority of streamers out there don't make enough to make this a full-time job. If you're only making 10 or $15 a month live streaming, you know, cause it's just a passion hobby for you. Right. Why are you going to pay a company to, uh, to help you with that? You're not. You, I mean, you, it's it's just fiscally not responsible. Um, it doesn't make any really make any sense. Now, if you're making you know thousands of dollars a month or hundreds of thousands of dollars a month, then it's a you know it's a bit more reasonable that you would be uh, paying for services and 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 uh, and tools at times. Right, but right. The, the fact is, there's just so few of those people out there um, that it's not a it, it, it's just not a model that will work. And so what we have focused on is monetizing relationships between brands and creators. As I mentioned before, um, the uh, a huge amount of money is coming into the industry now and will continue to come into the industry as it grows and becomes the you know, a, a larger medium for entertainment. Um, more and more money is going to be coming in from, you know, gaming brands and non-endemic uh, brands. Right. Uh, apparel brands, you know, we recently saw um, Ninja, uh, you know, sign a deal with um, Adidas, right? right. Um, so there are huge brands which are, uh, you know, getting involved with live streaming and want to invest money uh, to target the audience uh, that are on these platforms. And we're helping to make that possible. We're helping to make, you know, those connections, to form those connections, to, right. um, you know, to make both, make sure both parties are happy and to make sure that we're able to deploy out successful campaigns, marketing campaigns, advertisements 
um, for these companies at scale, not just you know, working with one or two creators, but no, working with hundreds of creators and making sure that, you know, your brand over here is being able to be seen across multiple live streaming platforms um, and through hundreds of different small niche communities. And that's what we're focused on. And that is where the real money is. You know, yeah. real money is in investing time as like, as I did when I first got into it, I invested my time and my, I guess you could say my money into this, right? right? So our company is doing something similar. We are now being VC funded, venture capitalist funded, um, and investing our time and this money that we've been given into the industry. We're providing the tools and everything for free to the content creators, to, for free to the viewers. We never charge anything to them. Um, and our hope is that that money is will be returned to us when the industry has grown and has attracted huge money from companies who want to move into this space and uh, market to it. So well, hold on. I, I want to stop you right there just to make sure. sure I get this correctly. And for anyone listening to make sure we follow. So stream elements is so if you're a content creator or a streamer and you want to work with stream elements, it's at no cost because it's venture capitalist funded or certain things are at no cost. Or, or I guess I just want to make sure I, I, I clarify that. Right. Okay. It's it, the, the entire platform, the entire stream elements, tools and mm -hmm. service is 100% free for content creators. Okay. Um, there are no paid features. Um, we offer all of our tools and, um, you know, merchandise stores uh, with no fees. Uh, we don't take anything from tipping um, from tips. We don't take any fees from merchandise sales. We don't take any um, commissions or anything of the sort uh, in, in those manners. Um, so it's yes, it is free for the live streamers and for the people that support them. Interesting. So so really, if you're a serious, you know, whether you're streaming on Twitch, Mix or YouTube or whatever, and, and you're serious about this and you are trying to make it a full time job or it is what do you want to do as a full time career? I mean, you should essentially look into working with stream elements then. Am, am I right to say that? Yeah. Or is there a certain criteria for people to work with stream elements? No, anybody is welcome to use our platform. It's completely open to any streamer from okay. one follower to a billion followers. Um, you know, it's uh, there are no uh, restrictions on, um, you know, the tools that we offer. They're offered to everybody. Uh, now we do have special programs for, um, you know, larger content creators, uh, mm -hmm. where we, uh, where we provide additional benefits again at no cost, um, to them. But, um, and, and one of those programs, for example, is our dream team program, um, which is a program which we started for, um, mid to large content creators and, um, you can find more information on our website, uh, about this program, yeah. uh, at streamelements.com slash dream team. Um, you're able to apply there for the program. Uh, and again, there are some additional perks there that we provide, but the majority of our tools that we offer 
In fact, all of our tools are open to everybody and completely free. Which is incredible. I mean, honestly. So. Yep. Um, okay. So it's, it's so where you, you, you would only be selected or we have to hit a criteria is when you're applying for those certain kinds of programs that are meant for um, higher level tier, we could call it, I guess, streamers or, or content creators. Right. Right. Okay. So, right. And, and on the dream team page, there are some requirements listed, some basic requirements. They're not necessarily hard requirements. Um, right. There are, um, you know, some, uh, uh, some, you know, requirements listed on that page. Um, and, uh, anybody is welcome to apply and, um, it's awesome. Um, that's pretty cool. So I want to, the last thing that I want to talk about um, quickly here before we get into the, the lightning round and begin to kind of wind things down a little bit is that Stream Elements is now beginning to represent streamers. Um, and you, again, you would tell me about a bit about this off the mic. So if you want to touch on that, on how they're kind of moving into that direction now. Right. So recently we, we launched a, a new project, a new program uh, for the company, and it is in representation of streamers. Um, we're providing uh, a 360 um, management program where we are taking care of all things business um, and production uh, for streamers that uh, we represent. And mm -hmm. we uh, have our first two clients. Um, and one of them is uh, a client of mine. And we are uh, very happy um, to provide a deeper connection and additional uh, service and really go above and beyond uh, with this program because, you know, we pride ourselves in what we, you know, have termed legendary service and we aim to provide this for everybody. Um, with representation program, uh, we're looking to take that to the next level. If there, if there is, if it's even possible to go beyond our standard, it's with this program. And so we are um, helping them with uh, public relations. We are setting them up with uh, interviews with um, uh, you know uh, the press and helping them with collaborations, helping them with uh, planning for events and travel, um, and helping them with um, you know managing expenses and negotiating contracts for them, um, all this type of uh, you know all these services. Uh, that that we are providing as representation. Uh, we all we also have a sales team um, which is responsible for, as I mentioned before, brand partnerships, mm -hmm. right? So they are the ones that are uh, facilitating relationships uh, with a lot of companies out there 
um, Hollywood movie studios, apparel brands, energy, uh, drink companies, uh, you name it. We've worked yeah. with them, uh, yeah. gaming headsets and other peripherals. Uh, we're, uh, building relationships with all of these different companies and then connecting them with, uh, streamers to deploy campaigns. And so, we're able to offer some of these to our represented clients as well. As well, you know, in addition to that, uh, finding out about them and partnerships that they would like to have, you know, companies that they would like to work for, and then contacting those companies, reaching out to them and saying, look, we have a content creator here uh, who would like to work with you. Um, you know, let's let's chat about it. So, right. yeah. This is a new program we're excited about, uh, you know, working on and looking into, and uh, we'll see how it uh, grows in the future. Definitely. No, that, I mean, that's super exciting. And, and I think a cool part, I mean, I'm, and I was looking at the time here, I can't even believe we've been going for an hour and 10 minutes. I feel like we've talked about so much, and it's a lot of great information that this time has flown. But um, it just seems even like you guys, you know, Stream Elements has already accomplished so much but at the same time it's still so early for you guys and and there's so much still on the horizon and so many different roles and, and things that you are doing to to push the industry forward to push live streaming forward um so i feel like it's a really exciting time for you guys right now mm -hmm. absolutely um we are uh, you know we're we're approaching uh maturity you know in in our knowledge and in our connections and you know products uh but we still have so much uh cap you know capabilities there's right. so much out there that we can do and so many people that we can serve uh so we're we are still very optimistic about the growth and um you know looking forward to the future definitely absolutely well, that's exciting for you guys and i'm excited for you that you know you have a great role and you get to be a part of that um that's really cool um, all right, Austin, well, we will start to wind down the episode now. Um, so typically how we do this is it's called the lodges light seven. So it's just seven, you know, fun and easy questions to let the guests know a little bit more about you, maybe on the personal side, um, and, and a chill way to end it. So the first question I have for you is what is the favorite, what is your favorite place that you have traveled to? Favorite place I have traveled to, uh, San Diego. Okay, nice. Um, second question is, what was your favorite childhood TV show? Ooh, um, I guess I'll just say Rocket Power. It was one of my favorites. Okay, nice. My our our last guest that that was actually his answer, so that's funny. That you oh, guys really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was a good there show. You go. There you go. Um, what profession other than your own would you like to try? Oof. Um, I'd love to be a musician, I guess. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Like I, a, play, I play the guitar. Okay. I was uh, that. Yeah. I play the guitar and I sing, um, and a little bit of, a little bit of keyboards. Uh, so yeah, I'm into okay. music. So I guess, you know, maybe, a. I don't know, some sort of, I just love performing. I love, uh, you know, making other people, uh, smile and laugh. Uh, yeah. so yeah, I'd probably be some sort of performer, you know, musical or something. Okay. That's really cool. Um, what's your favorite cereal? 
Favorite cereal. Uh, gosh, it's it's a split between uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Reese's Puffs, but lately I haven't been eating too much cereal. Okay, I got you. But those, oh. if, I, if I'm going to have a bowl of cereal, it's probably one of those two. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I have a really, like, craving for cereal all the time, and I think that's why I included cereal on this list of questions. It's because I'm yeah. interested in what other people eat. <laughs> it's a good question. It's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> and it actually changes depending on where you are in the country. You know, I have found that. That's true. It, as you move around the country and, and um, visit other places, the cereal choice changes. Yeah, no, that's actually true. I've found that, yeah. That's interesting. Um, Question four is, what is your biggest pet peeve? Ooh, uh, pet peeve. Um, I really don't like um, tardiness, being late. Okay, that's a good one. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that either. So I'm, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in showing up um, early or on time, you know, yeah, Yeah, I'm a big believer in that. Absolutely. Um, all right. Question six is who is the most influential person in your life? That's kind of my deeper one of the set. Yeah, that's a deep one. Wow. Um, influential person. Wow. Uh, I have to throw one deep one in there because I had a lot of casual ones. So yeah, I was like, I'm going to get people with this one. <laughs> um, I, I guess I'll, I'll uh, right uh, at the moment, I guess yeah. um, I'll say uh, my boss, the one okay. that I, yeah, because um, he's really believed in me from day one, you know, when I first started with the company. And he's really taught me a lot and helped me with a lot of different things. So he's been a pretty big influence on me. That's really cool. I never would have thought that I would hear somebody say, but that's, I mean, that's awesome. You know, that happens to be the person. Um, And then the last question, this one's kind of ended on a fun note is what would you say is your favorite video game of all time? I've also, if that's like too much, because a lot of people can't decide I've done, you know, what is your favorite video game of the past? And then like right now, kind of what's your favorite one? So I guess if uh, if I had to pick a favorite of all time, I think I could pick one. Um, okay. I would go with uh, Ocar- Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Okay, nice, nice. The Zelda pick, I like it. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, well, that wraps up the Lodges Light 7. Um, Austin, I just really want to thank you again for, for taking the time to come on here. And I I mean, I really think you just dropped an immense amount of information, a lot of valuable information. Um, and not only just that, but talked about your story and the role you have right now. Um, like I've said before, I I really think what you're doing and what you guys in stream elements are doing is just really cool in the industry. So I, I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much, Juan, for having me on the show. It's been a lot of fun to chat with you. Um, and I look forward to, you know, maybe have being on the show again, uh, down the road, or maybe I'll yeah. start my, maybe I'll start my own show one day and, <laughs> uh, have you come on the show. I would but, love uh, to do that. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun and I do quickly want to just shout out, um, to, um, you know, to a couple of resources if people want to get some more information. Yeah. Um, so my, uh, Twitter is, um, 
Terabuck TV. That's T-E-R-R-A-B-U-C-K TV. And you can also join our official Stream Elements Discord for support uh, at any time. That's discord.gg slash S-E. And um, yeah, streamelements.com. Definitely. Yeah. Anyone listening, you got some questions, reach out to Austin. I'm sure he'd be more than more than willing to help out. <laughs> yep. Tell him Juan sent you. Tell me, <laughs> you. Tell me Juan sent you. There you go. Well, Austin, thanks again, man. This okay. was fun. We'll stay in touch. And, and to all the listeners, thank you guys for, for tuning in. Like I said, for all of our current listeners, thank you again for, for continuing to just uh, take a listen to each episode for all the reviews and, and all that. And for the new listeners, I hope that you guys really enjoyed this episode. Um, and we'll catch you next week on another episode of the Lodges podcast. What's up, guys? Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and leave us a five-star rating if you've enjoyed this. You can find us on social media at Lodges underscore financial. Please go check out our social pages where you can find lots of other great content committed to gaming and esports. This is also the best place to be kept up to date with everything going on at Lodges. Thanks, and you were just listening to the Lodges podcast.